folks, and welcome back to Jughead's Lament, the podcast where we talk about Riverdale. I'm your host, Isabella Ramona, with me as always. Brian, what's going on? Brian, the first question right off the bat I have, how did you sit on this episode for a week? <laughs> you know, it was hard. I even had to, for our last episode, I had to pretend like I didn't watch this episode. <laughs> <laughs> i'm a strong i'm a strong man that's all i'll say you're stronger than i could ever be <laughs> oh my god this was an insane episode it's really good and funny <laughs> oh my god episode 11 to riverdale and back again in this episode of riverdale fp is framed for murder Alice is an absolute bitch, and we get the first good cover we've had in the entire show. I'm so glad that you agree. <laughs> oh my god! I I might make it the intro music. I might. Either that or I'll, I'll insert it later, but oh my god! <laughs> it's so good. What a great episode. <laughs> what a good episode. Okay, oh. so just to get right into it, after, you know, last week we had a huge party. Uh, there's not a lot of things that were very important that happened, but the most important thing was at the end of the episode when Mary Andrews came back into town. That is Archie's mom. Ooh, another Andrews. <laughs> how do you feel about her having now seen her in a whole episode? I'm not sure how I feel about her. I like her so far. I think I need to see more. Uh, I feel like she was only in for a little bit. She got, she got her personality out there and her motives, I suppose, but... I still need to warm up to her. <laughs> she doesn't feel like she fits in this universe at all. Exactly. Like, she feels like she's from a different show. And they're just like, well, come on she in. Feels, she feels like a normal person. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's everyone so else seems very cartoonish. And then she's just kind of a normal person. Yeah, I see that. It's so weird. But <laughs> we, we start off, technically, there is there are spoken words before the Jughead monologue this time. Yep. Because we get the the Pussycats on, and Josie, of course, singing the school. Is that the alma mater or the school anthem or something? It's over the, the alma mater or something. Yeah, they sing like their alma mater over the school, uh, over the uh, the loudspeakers. And it's it's just a bunch of shots of everybody like getting ready for the homecoming dance. And now hmm. that I think about it, we start with shots of the uh, the cheerleaders practicing. We get... Archie, he's kneeling in front of Moose and he like bangs on his chest. I'm assuming yeah. this is a football thing. Yeah, I guess so. Again, we're not football experts. So. We never see the football game. Yep. We don't see that. We never saw the game at all. <laughs> it's not part of the plot, Bella. We only have a few more episodes to wrap this thing up. <laughs> You're certainly right. But let's just get into it. The Jughead monologue. All right, so... <sighs> People like to say that the death of Jason Blossom changed everything at Riverdale High. I'd like to point out that's you. That's you who says that, Jughead. <laughs> but certain things, certain traditions never change. Take homecoming, for instance. Though Jason's jersey had been retired, the Riverdale Bulldogs would still be playing their arch rivals. I don't know if it said the name of the arch rivals. I copied the script. But <laughs> whatever, whoever the arch rivals are. Yeah, I think it was like some ravens or something. They said the ravens the, or the something. Ravens. I don't it was remember. The ravens. It was the ravens, which you'd think that the Riverdale ravens would be a more like appropriate. Name. Yeah, that sounds better. Why are we bulldogs again? 
<laughs> just because I had the standard trope of being a bulldog in a high school. And why are the cheerleaders the the vixens as foxes? <laughs> what is this? Who's running this school? <laughs> Apparently Principal Weatherby, because that's who's scolding Betty right now. <laughs> and he's he's saying she was, you know, he's saying, What are you doing, Betty? And she says, well, you know, I mean, I'm just trying to focus on the blue and gold a little bit more. I wanted to give Ethel some of my decorating duties. And he's like, no, especially because this isn't just homecoming. This is a reunion. Oh, a reunion. It's also a reunion, which I guess is just an excuse for Fred and Mary and Hermione and Alice to show up later, I guess. Yep, pretty much. (laughs) They're the only ones there at the dance, I think. I wasn't really looking. So only adults I noticed. And then yeah. also, in the scene of the River Vixens getting ready, we see, like, you know, Betty, she's, like, closing her locker or whatever. Cheryl's leg is, like, perpendicular. Like, or, or, or like yeah, it is, like, straight up in the air, one of her legs, while the other is on the ground. I remember this. Why? Why would you make this actress do this? <laughs> yeah, and you just know, like, directly out of frame is, like, where, like, it was uncomfortable for the actress. Mm-hmm. It was so weird, <laughs> but as in previous years, graduates from days of Riverdale past will come to town to relive their more youthful, more carefree days, or to make up for lost time. And that's the whole monologue. This is not a good monologue. Yep. Uh, yeah, the monologue didn't really do so well this time, but there was something visually I will mention later that I liked. That's not in the monologue, or even when they're talking about the monologue, but right after the monologue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, well, so we start off with Archie's mom explaining why she came back. Is it before that or after that? After. It's much okay. after, I think. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a little bit. <laughs> it's an interesting thing because Archie is the one who called his dad and told him to not divorce the mom, which we don't really know if they actually got divorced or not. Yep, we still don't know. We still don't know. I don't think the showrunners know either. Like, do we keep, do we keep her on? Can we afford her for another season? <laughs> what do we do with her? It's really weird, but but it seems through this whole episode that he no longer wants them to be together. Yeah, it's very odd. Archie, you're so weird. Why? <laughs> he says, he says you came back because of the divorce. I get it. And she's like, oh, I mean, you know, like, yeah, you called your dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here now. <laughs> but uh, she wants to hear some of his songs, and he's not going to play any for her now or in the days before the dance. She, he's going to make her wait until he plays them at the dance not that's not cool <laughs> it's not cool especially considering he is not scheduled to perform at the dance <laughs> he asked later i remember right? later in the episode he will ask hey can i play a song at the dance that's so messed up archie archie you're so messed up it's so funny and and i have to say i retract this statement but i did write the note he's playing at the dance oh god no <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know why. <laughs> I oh, I was not excited for that at all, but I retract that statement. I was I was into it when that happens later. I loved it. I love how... Well, we'll get into it when we get there. <laughs> we'll get into it for sure. Yeah, no, there's a lot of good things yeah, in that. Yeah, yeah. That is one of the greatest, like, two-minute sequences in all of Riverdale, and I'm excited <laughs> to talk about it. Oh, yeah. So now we're, Herm- we're now we're at Hermione, uh, Hermione and Veronica, and Hermione's on the phone with a lawyer. And she's like, oh, that's great news. Awesome. Very cool. And she hangs up. Veronica's like, oh, who was that? And she says, oh, well, you know, that was actually uh, your dad's lawyer. And he says that our statements helped him get a break. 
And, you know, he's actually because he's already been serving time this whole time, they're going to count that toward his sentence, which isn't a break. That's just um, how how that works. Yep. (laughs) Don't get it. But okay. But apparently because his kid and wife like him, he's going to get off in like two months. Yeah, I don't know how that works. He embezzled so much money, it seems. <laughs> I know it's been a while since you watched the episode, but do you remember what, like, the stage business that Veronica is doing? Stage business? I don't think I do. As that in, like, like just the, the kind of, like, thing that she is uh, just doing so that she doesn't look like she's just standing there talking to her mom? Oh, no, absolutely not. What was she doing? <laughs> so she's, like, fully dressed. She's got her, like, the coat that you don't put on until you're leaving the door. Like that uh-huh. kind of fancy person thing. Yeah. And she has a single half-eaten strawberry on a fork. What? <laughs> <laughs> She's just in... holding it. Why? What is this? We need you in this scene. So hold this fork and strawberry. All right. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> now She's... walk in. <laughs> She's not. She she does eat it at some point during the the the, the scene. But she, they're not eating breakfast. There's no food on the table. <laughs> Why? Why is she fucking in the scene? I don't get it. <laughs> it was so weird. <laughs> so yeah, that's what's happening. I do remember the strawberry getting eaten. <laughs> yes, I do remember. The, the strawberry definitely got eaten. But I like went back. I watched this scene three times to make sure. <laughs> There's nothing on the table. Oh, it's so weird. And she, yeah, she's kind of like, you know, questioning if this was a good thing. And she says, well, well, what about the crimes that he's committed? Including maybe, you know, killing Jason Blossom. And the mom doesn't even say he didn't do that. She just repeatedly says, there's no proof of that. You need to support your father. Again. Stop demonizing him. <laughs> he is such a villain. But he's awful. <laughs> he may be involved still. I don't know what your thoughts are, but he may still be involved. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's hard to say. Because why would he be so prevalent into the story and just be not here at all? I feel like he'll be partially to blame, but they won't catch him. You know, things that happen later in this episode make me question everything. OK, well, <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> Now it's Jughead, and he's bringing his dad coffee and donuts from Pops, which is, mm-hmm. of course, the only place in town. Yep. And Jughead is like, he looks in and he expects to see his dad passed out on the couch again. But no, his dad is up and he's like walking around and Jughead's like genuinely happy. This is a very wholesome Jughead acting episode. Yeah. Note this scene for the end of this of the episode <laughs> okay, gotcha. i will i will try to keep remember. everything around here in this happy zone nice and fresh in your mind <laughs> okay all right yeah <laughs> definitely and uh, fp even shaved like he shaved his face and he looks totally different he looks so weird and different but he looks good he looks good he looks happy feel good for him but he mentions that he he read jughead's and he refers to it as an your essay your manuscript whatever it is and mm-hmm. jughead's like genuinely kind of excited about it and he's like really and he starts asking him questions and he's basically just asking him questions because it's about jason blossom yep and we know that as an audience but to him it's just like wow my dad's interested in me finally after all these years mm-hmm. and uh he says well why'd you pick this kid it's like, well, the only event that's happened in all of riverdale but whatever he says actually it's kind of like 
Like Jason picked me, you know? And I just really questioning how is it already done to be read? The murder is so unsolved. <laughs> yeah, no one knows. We don't even know it. We've watched events that the, the characters themselves have not seen. Like Hal shuffling a bunch of papers. <laughs> Etc. Etc. I firmly believe that that's gonna be like a they forgot thing. No way. There's no way they forgot. I would be so bad. You'd have to find a new guest, <laughs> a co-host, because I could not handle that reality where they there forgot. Are, there are at least four different parties who are involved in the murder. Somehow, it makes sense to me. It makes sense to me. They're all, all right. scummy, you know. I, I want to hear your your theory afterwards. All right. Okay, I'll say it at the end of the episode, so stick around. <laughs> but he says, he says, you know, who do you think did it? And Joker's answer is, you know, I don't think the question is who done it. I think it's whether Riverdale is a place of good or a place of darkness and evil. Why? Let's <laughs> go. He's talking okay. to your dad. <laughs> His dad says, or, or both. Most things are both. Yeah. Also, actually, I, I think everything is both. I don't think. <laughs> the place this is an evil place <laughs> but uh he, he says can i make a suggestion and it's like oh that's what betty always says and then she makes a dozen suggestions <laughs> and if he's like no, no 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 i just think you should move on like get over it uh but but this is the only story that's breaking here <laughs> there's nothing else happening at all yeah how that was not suspicious to jughead blows my mind yep very uh telling but uh now we're at archie and he is in the hallway with veronica and he like kind of catches up to her and he apologizes for not calling her after they you could say hooked up but they really just kind of made out and then fell asleep in separate beds mm -hmm. and she says it's not a big deal because like nothing happened like we had a moment so we made out who cares yep just like i said they were drunk she probably just did something she was like well i don't know what's happening and then uh that's it yeah, that's <laughs> no funny. relationship and she's confident about it. She's not, like, upset. She's just like, yeah, it's whatever. We, we made out. It's fine. Yep. It's cool. And he says, well, I don't, I don't regret anything that we said or did. And she says, yeah, I don't, I don't either. Why, why are you saying it like that? <laughs> Archie. Oh, Archie. <laughs> she mentions that he might be boyfriend worthy. And he's like, oh, okay, well, why don't we go to homecoming together? But she says, no, I, I look, I like you. But I do not have the emotional bandwidth for you right now. So we need to pretend that our moment never happened. And I got to be real. Veronica is so right. Yep. She's dealing with so much stuff. <laughs> and yeah. Archie. What is Archie even dealing with? Nothing right now. Uh, I mean, his mom's back. But I don't know. That's not really. Like that's a, good. <laughs> yeah. That's just a good thing happening. to her. <laughs> It's not like Miss Grundy came back to town or anything or like. I oh, don't know. man. You say that like it happened, but it didn't. <laughs> I don't want to stress, but it didn't. Yeah, it did not happen. Yeah. Now, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Oh, no. I feel like you've watched. No, 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 no. Well, I'm just thinking Miss Grundy could come back at any moment and be like, I was the killer. Ah. We'll see. We'll definitely see. She probably had something to do with it. I don't know. I don't know. So if everyone else has their hands in this pot, might as well. <laughs> might as well include her. Mm-hmm. But now they're in the newspaper room. Betty's there. Veronica comes in. And Alice, who works for the newspaper somehow, the school newspaper, <laughs> is there. And Alice says that every single person who is not in this room is a suspect. Which, now that I'm thinking back on it, 
Um, Alice, you're a suspect. Yeah, she's like suspect number three for me. <laughs> so, and Betty's like number 12. <laughs> dark Betty, dark Betty, not Betty. <laughs> so definitely a weird way to phrase that. But Veronica says, well, I think, you know, my dad has an epic grudge against the Blossoms. So I think he might have had something to do with it. And Alice says, oh, well, maybe that gay greaser serpent could be an accomplice to FP. God. Also, Alice, for some reason, points out the pussycats as suspects as well. She does. She explicitly points them out. Yeah. With no reason at all. Never explained. I don't get it. I don't know why. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Alice says, you know, it didn't look like uh, they were just talking in that window. It looked like they were conspiring, which, again, I'd like to point out. You have to talk to conspire. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> so an odd choice. But she asked Betty to find out, you know, what you think they were talking about? What, what do you think they were conspiring about? And she says that uh, she has prepared a list of seemingly innocuous questions. <laughs> That's the best. That uh, made me laugh. <laughs> Alice feels like what I would do if I was in this show. <laughs> sure. But we find out later what her quote unquote seemingly innocuous questions are. Oh, yeah. They're so direct. They're so, di they're so direct. <laughs> It's super funny. Alice is funny sometimes. <laughs> but Betty's like clearly insulted. She doesn't want to do this to Jughead. So she leaves with Veronica. And now we're at Polly. And we haven't seen Polly in what, like three episodes? Yeah, something like that. She's just been sleuthing. And what does she find, Bella, after all her sleuthing? At, at Thornhill Manor, where she's at with the, the Blossoms family, she finds a room full of red wigs that look like Jason's hair. Uh -huh. And she, I didn't realize who this was. So I wrote, she sees a man getting dressed. <laughs> she's like, she's like peeking through the door and he just walks over and slams it in her face. <laughs> but that is a uh, Clifford Blossom. That's his name, right? That is Clifford Blossom. His <laughs> hair has been fake this entire time. That is so funny. To me. <laughs> they're, they're so obsessed with the redhead that they have to all wear wigs. <laughs> That's so wonderful. Who else is wearing a red wig in this household? <laughs> I want to know. That's a good point. <laughs> Dude, what if your kid didn't have red hair? Red hair is a recessive gene. You yeah. have, Even if you both have red hair, it is a one in four chance that your child will have red hair. <laughs> what are they going to do? What? Oh, maybe they <sighs> actually do do something with maybe kids without Jason, red hair. Maybe Jason had like black hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's estranged. <laughs> Those were his wigs. Those were his wigs, yeah. They shared wigs, father, son. Oh. <laughs> but Veronica comes back to talk to Alice alone in the newspaper room. And she says, look, I understand why Betty has her hesitations about this. She, she loves Jughead. She doesn't want to do anything that could hurt him. But I will. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that's just how it goes. <laughs> Yeah, so she's going to now work with Alice, which just, oh, Veronica, what a, bad call. What a good duo, actually, that has not been seen yet. True, absolutely true. I just, I don't think it was a good call. And we oh, find absolutely. Yeah. Even because uh, Alice could still be the killer and could mm. be framing FP on this. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. But now we get the gang at lunch. When I say the gang, I mean Archie, Veronica, Betty, I think Jughead's there, uh, Kevin, you know, the gang. Mm -hmm. And Cheryl walks up to them and she says, I have an announcement. Although we don't even get 
the shot of them eating lunch and then she walks up. It just starts and she's already there. <laughs> I guess very, so, huh? <laughs> very quick very, cut. Very jarring. And she's bringing Polly to homecoming as her date so they can be co-queens. Wow. Yeah, and this is where we find out that Archie has not even asked if he can play any songs at homecoming. This was really funny to me. <laughs> I laughed so hard. Archie is such a dunce. And also, yeah. Oh, yeah. Betty's reaction. <laughs> she's like, she is like trying to hold back her laughter. And she what? says, the dance has to be fun, Archie. <laughs> Whoever's Betty's actress is, she's a delight. <laughs> I like her. She's so good. <laughs> her face. She's yeah. She says, Archie, the dance is supposed to be fun, and and your songs, you're just. And Jughead says they make you want to slit your wrists. <laughs> Everyone's thinking it. It's not just us, Bella. The characters in the show are thinking it too. It's so funny. I think. Okay, I'll be real with you. As a musician who writes songs, my mom has said like the same thing. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> my mom says that my songs make it sound like I want to slip my wrist. My dad says my songs sound like jingles. <laughs> That's so good. And Archie's just confused. He's like, huh? Huh? No idea what they're talking about. What's Veronica music says, again? I don't Veronica know. says, oh, it's okay. It's okay. Me and Archie are going to, we're going to work together and we're going to do some upbeat covers. <laughs> and Archie's, Archie's like, huh? Yeah, Archie's very confused by this. And I guess they, they they pull each other away and they go in a science classroom. All the way there. It's probably like a couple. Why? Why so far? They didn't talk all at all on the way here. Yeah, it's crazy. But he asks why the change of heart? Because, you know, in the last scene, she didn't want to go to homecoming with him. And she says, well, because I'm hoping that you'll say yes to this favor. And he immediately, like, assumes she wants to fuck or something. Oh because my he, like, God. starts getting all he starts getting like all like close to her and he's like smiling. He's like, yeah, what kind of favor do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so right. Too much time with Grundy. <laughs> yeah, but she explains her theory about her dad and FP and like why, you know, she thinks that Hiram hired FP to kill Jason. Archie's like, hey, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> and, and she says, well, I'm working with Alice Cooper. And he says, you've been working with Alice Cooper. <laughs> oh, God. Archie. And Everyone recognizes if Archie can put two and two together, which he does several times in this episode, then it's obvious. It's so obvious. Yeah, it must be so obvious to everyone in the cast. <laughs> but uh, they're going to distract FP somehow and then search his trailer. And Archie's like, well, can we just like talk to Jughead about it? But uh, he says that he won't do it because it's not fair to Jughead. And FP's cleaned up his act anyway. And that's where we get the title card. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty far in to the episode. Yeah, I think say. it was like 11 minutes. Mm. But that's including a minute and a half of recaps. So, you know, yep. like, they usually put it like a quarter of the way in, which is kind of funny. Our theme song comes at the beginning because we're not fools. Yeah. Oh, should we do an episode where we put it in a fourth of the way in and everyone's confused? <laughs> Well, sometimes I'll do a cold open, but, like, not that. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really bad. <laughs> yeah. uh. But uh, now we're at Andrew's construction. And Mary, who is 
Archie's mom. Her her name is Mary. Mary Andrews. Mary, Andrews. Mary has she is surprising Fred with lunch, and Hermione's like, "Oh, hey, what's what's up, dude?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You can tell that these adults have history with each other in mm. Riverdale. It's very mm-hmm. intriguing. I would actually watch a show with all of the adults as kids, probably. Uh, you know, I don't want to say anything because I know some knowledge. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Fred is off-site. And Mary says, oh, okay, you know, I, uh, I I agree with Fred's assessment of your chutzpah. He says, he says you've got chutzpah, which I, none <laughs> of these people are Jewish, so kind of an odd choice of words. Yeah. But she says, you know, you've got chutzpah, and I, I agree because I've been following the news, too. And the tension here is so palpable you could cut it with a knife you could with a butter knife yeah these these actresses are very good (laughs) clearly they know something is up here yeah 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 (laughs) they can't put their and they don't particularly seem very interested in it as we find out later in the episode no i kind of liked that though yeah it was was kind of neat very neat it made me like mary it made me like mary a little bit yeah just a little bit, but then I don't mm-hmm. like her by the end of the episode. Oh yeah, <laughs> well you know. <laughs> but Betty is setting up for the dance, and uh, I got to be honest here. Do you remember what the the dance like the stage looked like that they were setting it up? Looks like High School Musical three. I gotta say, <laughs> no stage has ever looked like this at Homecoming. Homecoming doesn't have a stage. Yeah, what? What's the stage for? Oh, it's for the what? <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> for the band, but like. You'd think they would just do it in the auditorium where there's already yep. a stage. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know what this school is. There's like all these weird things that they have here that's not in any school ever. They were setting up like these huge spotlights and like just this scaffolding. It was so weird. But Betty <laughs> calls Polly and apparently Polly is answering phone calls from Betty now. Yeah, that's that was also very weird. And I don't when get it. did that it. happen? I thought Polly wasn't talking to anybody. Yeah, exactly. Paul, I feel like they were just like, we don't know what to do with Polly yet. Let's just not let her talk to anyone in the show for a bit. Sure. But uh, she asked, like, why are you running with Cheryl? Like, why, why are you running for Homecoming Queen? And she says, well, I'm just trying to keep Cheryl distracted. But Betty says, okay, but you have to remember our deal. If you don't find anything in that house by Homecoming, you have to come home. Which, now that I think about it, is uh, a really clunky phrase. Yep. <laughs> but Polly uh, has, yeah. I don't trust Polly at all, really. Really? You're starting <laughs> yeah. to not trust her? She seems very deranged. <laughs> sure. She's made many poor choices. I'm scared for her. I don't know what she's here for. Like, why is she even trying to investigate when she's pregnant? I kind of thought they killed her earlier in the episode. Me too. I thought she was dead. I thought she was dead. I still think she's going to die. She raised all those death flags in that one episode. We'll, we'll get to that because I, yeah, I think... Yeah, okay, I don't want to say too much yet. Okay, I'll keep going. <laughs> but Polly has to hang up because Penelope is here with her daily milkshake. That is so suspicious. <laughs> and we find this out later, but I'll just say it now. It is so clear that there is some kind of drugs in these milkshakes. Oh yeah, why would you bring it on a tray like that? <laughs> Speaking of. Also, aren't they rich? Why, where are their servants and stuff? Also, also, um, whatever happened to Betty being drugged by her mom? Yep, that never showed up again. That was in episode one. I mentioned it, and I was like, huh, that's weird. And then it never shows up again. 
just that's just like a plot thread. They're like, oh, by the way, this character's getting drugged this episode. God, I forgot about that actually. But Penelope says, oh, you know, enjoy your milkshake because you must be famished. What with all the exploring you've been doing. And Polly's like, oh shit, you saw that? Yeah, obviously, because Clifford closed the door on you. Oh, <laughs> uh oh. But she says that the East Wing, which is where our living quarters are, our sleeping quarters, rather, uh, the East Wing is out of bounds. So, yep. Don't yeah. go there. Don't this go is not where the room. plot is. Don't go there, Polly. <laughs> the plot's not in the East Wing. <laughs> <laughs> but Jughead, now on the other side of the phone call, is talking to Betty, and he's like, why didn't you tell me about the dinner? And Betty says, what What? You, what dinner? And uh -oh. apparently, yeah, apparently Alice talked to Jughead about inviting him and FP to dinner before the dance. And she doesn't immediately tell him, oh, God, Jughead, I don't want to have to say this, but this is why my mom wants to do the dinner. Because like, I get it. He's very excited. He seems incredibly like Jughead is on a roll ever since last episode when he realized, hey, maybe people are just doing nice things for me. He's become incredibly naive. <laughs> yeah. And it's, you know. I mean, he's just ecstatic. Things are good. Things are happening to him for once. Instead yeah. of him being homeless and having no friends and having no job, <laughs> having really no cute. parents. It's really cute. It's just like, I don't understand why she doesn't immediately say, oh, God, like, this is what's happening. Yeah. But she, she covers for her mom. And Jughead says, I mean, you know, I'm a little terrified by the social experiment of it all. And I normally wouldn't have written that down, that, that line down. But are you familiar? This is a, this is going to be a little, uh, what's the diversion? Are you familiar with the Cole Sprouse social experiment on Tumblr? No. Okay. Please enlighten me. So I have been on Tumblr for mm -hmm. a very long time. Mm -hmm. um, Cole Sprouse used to have a Tumblr. Like like eight or nine years ago, actually. Yep. That sounds right. Um, and <laughs> he would just post random things. And he I'm trying to find what exactly it was. He did something called okay. Uh what was it? So he said that the blog that he posted like something. I don't remember what it was that he had posted. I'm gonna try to edit that down a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just saying, but he he did something where he posted like a weird picture, or it was like a gross picture or something. I genuinely can't remember. But then he says, "Oh, by the way, everybody, it was just a social experiment. All of my entire <laughs> Tumblr was just a social experiment." So he deleted it. Ha! Huh. And so by the fact that they made him say the phrase. I'm a little terrified with the social experiment of it all. Brought back like war flashbacks. <laughs> that is very interesting. I feel like I do remember something like that happening in the news, but I I feel like I was so young I couldn't remember. Yeah, yeah. He said something like he said. So my goal for this website was accomplished. I got all the information that I needed, and now I'm deleting this account. Thanks yeah. to all who watched. Listen, my ring is the skull of a chameleon. Uh, huh? his, he did like this entire it's like a whole screen long of like him saying that the chameleon is about changing your color the way you are he's arguing on it is is like he talks about how he's adapted to environmental and social pressure to allow him to succeed much like Darwin had so brilliantly noted it is 
wild. insane. <laughs> it is wild. So if you ever want to laugh, go ahead and look up culture cons uh culture concept culture culture concept that was his his tumblr page like cole as in like cole sprouse like culture concept but culture interesting i put yeah Yeah. that sounds awesome (laughs) but anyway he's just excited about the dinner and and it's really cute and it's wholesome i'm i'm i wish that it was as wholesome as he wanted it to be (laughs) i wish so too i only wish good things for jughead and fred Mm mm-hmm so, so Betty now confronts her mom, who is her mom is being such a shit. She's like, "What are you doing?" And she says, "Oh, I'm just making a peach cobbler for our guests." <laughs> she seems so cruel. <laughs> and, and Betty's like, "Come on, mom, I know what you're doing." And she goes, "Oh, whatever could you mean, my dear child? I'm just making a pie." <laughs> Betty's, Betty's like, "Okay, so you're not going to question them about the murder?" And she says, "Well, only if it comes up in casual conversation." <laughs> oh it's so good i'm starting to like alice a little bit <laughs> because it's like so cartoonishly evil like the mustache twirling like <laughs> this is my new plan absolutely mustache twirling is a great way to put it but betty threatens to tell jughead and alice is like oh really you want to ruin your boyfriend's excitement you want to make him sad cruel so cruel alice is such a fucking liar (laughs) she's so mean and evil i hope she killed him so we don't have to sit with her anymore (laughs) it's like fun to watch but also every time she says something i'm like no no (laughs) you're wrong (laughs) (laughs) but archie gets home and he looks kind of pissed off i don't even really know why he's so pissed off yeah, I just don't get Archie anymore. His character's too complex for me. You know, he's got the abs, he's got the pizza, and well, he's yeah, sad. He's, he's trying to come, he comes home, and their parents are trying to decide if they want pizza or Chinese food. And he's like, well, you know, I mean, we always get pizza. And so he's like, okay, fine. And she, like, Mary keeps guessing, like, what they're going to get. She's like, oh, you're going to get pepperoni and red peppers. And he's like, oh, okay. And so then... They're like, okay, well, we'll go to Moon Palace because they deliver. Which, I mean, I think it's funny that we're mentioning other uh, restaurants in yep. this thing that aren't Pops. Yeah, it's very weird. We've never even seen any of these characters eat anything other than Pops. <laughs> but she mentions that they're going to... Uh, she, she, she basically tries to guess what they're going to get. She's like, oh, the General So's chicken with... I don't remember the whole order, but you know, like she, she's trying to seem like, Oh, I remember all this stuff. I clearly care. Yep. It's cool. Thanks. <laughs> but Archie's like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> Archie's really uncomfortable seeing them together, which like, what do you want? Archie? Do you want them to be together? Or do you want them to be separated? Yeah. Archie pick one. <laughs> Why but would Jug- you ever want them separated? <laughs> but Jughead walks in for no reason other than to observe the scene. Mm-hmm. Just and- be hype. And Mary mentions that Fred, Hermione, and Mary are also going to the dance together. Yep, just so they can be in a a scene or two. And this is where I forgot it was reunion for a second, and I was like, what? (laughs) That's funny. But Archie was also surprised by this. And now Mm -hmm. Jughead and Archie are, it's like late at night. One can assume 10 or 11, maybe, because, you know, these are young boys. They don't go to bed early. Yeah. Also, this also confirms that Archie sleeps in in his underwear. With yes. Jughead around. <laughs> yes, he sleeps in his underwear with Jughead around, and Jughead is wearing like a t shirt and like pajama pants. Yep. <laughs> Confirmed. We have confirmation. Um, now 
do you remember the the what exactly Jughead says at the beginning of this scene about how Mary and Fred are like having a possible rekindling? Uh, no, please remind me. <laughs> so the worm turns. Oh, what the heck does that mean, Jughead? <laughs> Is that a phrase? Is that something people say? I don't think so. Let me think. I don't I think have, so at all. <laughs> I have never heard. So the worm turns. <laughs> what do you say, Jughead? But they're talking about. <laughs> he, he says, "Oh, it could be a possible rekindling of the two. And Archie says, "Well, that would have been Little Archie's pipe dream." But Archie, that was your dream. That was your dream. One episode ago. <laughs> two days ago. Archie. What are your motivations, man? I don't understand. And this is where I realized we're never going to get a fallout from the party. They're never going to find out. Nope. Never. (laughs) Why did they even show him going into the liquor cabinet if he's not going to get caught? Oh, I forgot. They never even caught him or anything. That's so stupid. Why? That house was destroyed. It was so bad. Jughead is mentioning, you know, it's crazy. My dad, he's just, he's been getting his life together. He's, he even shaved and, and maybe I should go live with him. And Archie's like, cause he shaved. <laughs> Stupid. Archie is actually such a good dunderhead. It's so funny. And he's like, well, it's not just that. Like he's really changed. You know, he, he read my article about Jason. He's been keeping his job. And Archie's like, what do you mean? He read your article about Jason. My dad would never read anything I wrote. <laughs> and Jughead is just being so sweet and innocent. Uh, and this is gonna really suck to break at the end of the episode. But you know, he he's like cluing into the fact that hey, FP clearly wants to know more about Jughead's investigation into the murder. And Archie realizes he's gotta look into this a little more. So he says at eleven PM, I'm just assuming sometime at night, sometime clearly past eight or nine. Okay, yep. we'll we'll say that. He says, Oh man, I know I'm in my underwear, but my mom likes almond milk, and we don't have any almond milk. So I better go get some almond milk. <laughs> oh my god, it's so stupid. Jughead's <laughs> like, okay, you're really bad at lying. What, are you going to go see Veronica? And technically he's right, because yep. that's what he does. Yep, he read of like a book. <laughs> as soon as Archie gets to Veronica's, she says, what is this, a booty call? <laughs> oh god. They're high schoolers! <laughs> well she goes clubbing so yeah but still (laughs) but he wants to help her out with the murder case because you know he wants to make sure everything's fine with fp and they say that jughead can never find out and neither can betty which guys every single time anybody in the show has ever said this person can't find out that's what happens yep uh it happened every single time (laughs) bad call just a bad intent Mm mm-hmm but now Cheryl and Polly are getting ready for the dance at Thornhill Manor. With CoverGirl. With CoverGirl. You're right. It was with CoverGirl. Yep. I'm starting to notice it now. <laughs> but Polly wants to borrow some of Penelope's vintage bling since the theme is Blast from the Past. And Cheryl says, oh, you're naughty, Polly. Yeah, I don't know why this. Why you have to phrase it like that, Cheryl? Please. Like why it. does Why does Polly have to give her such a weird smile afterwards? It doesn't make any sense. I really thought they were gonna make out at the dance. I thought they were too, and it was really weird. I don't, know. I don't get it. 
they sneak into Penelope in Clifford's bedroom, and Clifford apparently has a wig for every mood, but they all look the same. They look exactly the same. <laughs> but Polly is snooping. Polly is looking around. And Cheryl says that legend has it that Clifford's her dad. Legend has it that his hair turned white overnight. Some say that he saw Grandpa Blossom with his throat slid. <laughs> uh, you think there's ghosts in this universe? Yes. There's no way not. I had to think about it for a second. Yeah, absolutely. There's no way there's not. There's they no might way. be superheroes. <laughs> there's going to be... <laughs> They might be superheroes at a point. I, there, it would not surprise me if there was a superhero episode coming up. Season eight, they're superheroes. Season eight, that's when. Yeah, that'd be great. But uh, Cheryl like pauses in shock because she finds Nana's ring, and you know, if you know, for for those uninitiated on not following the the plot here, the reason why this is so shocking is because Nana gave Jason the ring to propose to Polly, and Polly gave Jason back the ring for safekeeping. But it's here now. Yep. It's spooky. Polly tries to take the ring. She says there's only one way that it could be here, and we both know what that is. And Cheryl says, okay, look, I know you think those, you're carrying precious cargo and that those babies you know, are your safety net. Those do not guarantee your safety. She basically says, I will kill you. Yeah, why? But why, though, Cheryl? <laughs> Polly leaves. And we get... Ugh. Oh, I don't even want to talk about this scene. <laughs> <laughs> it's the dinner party. Woo! It's the dinner party. It's dinner at the Coopers with the Joneses. So They look just... lovely. They do. Did you notice what FP's fanciest outfit is? Uh, No, but it's something like not really fancy at all, isn't it? It's... Just a just a long sleeve shirt. <laughs> That's me in the future. <laughs> Alice asks, "How do you balance your job with you know being part of the South Side? You know your community." And he's like, "Just say serpent. I I already know. Like I get it. I'm not ashamed of it." Uh, she's like grilling him, and she says, "I know Jughead worked for the drive-in before it closed. Did you find work there, FP?" <laughs> Alice is subtle, subtle. And I want to interject here. The Betty looks fucking fire. Oh, she looks wonderful. <laughs> Betty sometimes has like not good looks. Sometimes her hair looks like it has been washed in days. She mm -hmm. looks good here. She and looks I, you're, good. You're only saying that because she looks like Taylor Swift. But she yeah, looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right. Just because you're right doesn't mean you're right. <laughs> but she does look like one of Taylor Swift's versions in one of her music videos. <laughs> but the next thing that she asks FP is, were you upset when Hiram Lodge bought the uh, drive-in land? And he says, well, you know, stuff happens. She says, well, let me rephrase that. Were you surprised? Yep. And now we yep. get Betty's counterattack. Oh, yeah. The bell rings and look who walks in the door. Motherfucking Hal, who Betty's mom kicked out of the house and then threw a brick through his window. Yep. And now he's just here. <laughs> and this, this scene doesn't have a whole lot happening. This next thing. But they do cut and they show that Archie and Veronica are snooping at FPs. <laughs> Archie's still wearing the red suit jacket. Oh, Archie. That's not a covert op. <laughs> You're wearing red. Veronica doesn't look as good as Betty here. Veronica's not dressed all that. I mean, she's just fancy, but I don't think it looked all that good. She looks like Lucille Ball. Oh, interesting. The first time for you? I think <laughs> I think they both look fine most of the time. They look I think great. they look fine, but Betty looks way better. 
I suppose. I suppose. But now uh, Penelope Blossom, Cheryl's mom, is explaining, you know, why they have the ring to Polly. And she says that Jason was arguing with us on the last day we ever saw him, and he threw the ring at us in anger. And then she says one of the most ominous quotes ever, and it's even more ominous by the fact that we've already seen a zombie Jason. Mm -hmm. She says, nothing's lost forever. Everything comes back. Yeah, what does that mean? What does that mean? What are you saying? <laughs> the exact note I wrote after that is, what does that mean, Penelope? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I have to. But she hands Polly another milkshake, and this is where I was like, okay, I guarantee these are drugged, and like the next scene, we find out that that's true. Yeah, thank God they didn't make it all like, oh, this is a multi-episode. Nope, she's just passed out now. <laughs> we got to cut back to dinner, because Hal is asking, hey, does the Sunnyside Trailer Park have any vacancies? Because, you know, I've been sleeping in my office ever since this one kicked me out. He's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, you know, I mean, I'm sure your office is nicer than the trailer park. But Hal says, not ever since, uh, you know, Alice did some redecorating. Did you know she threw a brick through the window? And then Betty just has this big smile on her face. <laughs> Alice says, if you're not careful, the next thing I throw a brick at won't be a window. Oh my god. So but, uncomfortable. But FP starts to bring up their homecoming. And they are both clearly uncomfortable. They're so like shocked. And Jughead's like, mm, I don't know about this one, Dad. But FP keeps going. And he says, you know, me and Fred, we were all set to play at the dance, you know, as the Fred heads. Which again makes me think that FP stands for Fred. It has to. It has to. It'd be so funny too. <laughs> They're all set to play the dance. Uh, when he hears the Coopers yelling at each other. And, you know, he, she, it really sounded like life or death. You know, something was crazy. What is it were you guys yelling about? And Alice says, shut up. Oh, that sounds so bad. It's probably about the, uh, you know, the baby. I was about to say that she's probably pregnant with Polly. Uh, probably not Polly. Probably oh. other kid who did not make it. <laughs> oh, you're right. I forgot about that. Yeah. <gasps> oh, you're right. Yeah, probably. Um, when yeah. Al Hal paid for her to get a uh, yep. an abortion. Oh my god. Uh -huh. I forgot that. Probably idea. that. It's horrible. You're so right. And if he's just casually bringing it up at the dinner table, it's so uncomfortable. It's so Alice. Well, so because he replies after she says, shut up, he says, I'll oblige if you will, but don't jerk me around. Not in front of my son. Like, good for him. Yeah, They're, good, good, good job. Alice sucks. But also, <laughs> like, you don't pick up the dead baby. Sure, but then she's trying to frame him for murder. So like, yeah. So it's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm always not gonna be on the Cooper side. That's true. <laughs> to yeah, be clear, I like, I like FP. FP's cool. All right, even if he killed a kid, maybe <laughs> who knows? But Betty says it's time to, uh, it's time to leave. And and what's funny about this to me is that they're all going to the same place, but FP is the one that drives Jughead and Betty there. <laughs> yeah, what is that about? <laughs> so we leave, and Penelope apparently did drug Polly, because she is out like a light on the bed, just passed out. And Cheryl says, you know, hey, was that story you told her about the ring true? And they, they say, of course it is. You know how Jason was, but like they say it in the most bullshit way. You yep. know it's not true. You can't, they do that, so, like, if it is true, they'll be like, well, we said it was true. But if the story writers are like, we need to change that up, they can change it anytime. <laughs> true. That was, that's its malleable plot. 
but she says, you know, we should have been grooming you to take over the business, not Jason. He never wanted anything to do with it. And they say that, you know, we know you, we know you have the ring, Cheryl, because it's not in the box. Polly doesn't have it. Apparently they fucking searched her. Yep. So weird. But uh, Cheryl says that she flushed it down the drain. So there'd be no proof. If, if it ever came out, it would be Polly's word versus ours. <laughs> Did you believe for a second? She flushed no. it down the drain. No, <laughs> that's why flushed... I said she says that. Yeah, she totally. <laughs> they totally did not flush it. <laughs> no, not even not not for a second. Nobody thought that she flushed it. No one. I'd be surprised if we knew anyone who thought. <laughs> we finally get some developments back at FP's place where Veronica and Archie are just digging through everything, and apparently they they checked everywhere like twice, and they didn't find anything. Veronica is like freaking out and archie's like what do you mean like why are you so upset this means that there's nothing here that's good thing that's like a really good thing that's like a victory for us and veronica's (laughs) like there has to be something here there has to be he says do you want your dad to have killed jason uh (laughs) it's a good point it's a very good point but uh (laughs) he's he says something along the lines of we're uh you know this is a good thing as far as it concerns we're on the winning team or or he's on our team and she says she smiles and he goes what's what's up and he she says yay though i walk through the valley of darkness and archie andrews is there with a smile and a sports metaphor so awful and then they kiss (laughs) they do well the camera not only do they kiss the camera pans back so you know they're about to kiss yep um also remember when archie said that he was here for Jughead. Yeah, I think he's just making out with his girlfriend in his trailer now. <laughs> I don't think Absolutely. he's really doing this for Jughead at all. <laughs> Absolutely. He just wanted a, a booty call, basically. Yep. <laughs> but Alice texts Veronica that they have to leave. And I really thought FP was going to catch him. Yeah. Did you see the car, the lights or whatever, show up yes. when they were kissing? Yes. Who is that? Who could that be? Yeah, these, these car lights pull up. And I assumed that was going to be FP. But yeah, me too. But he's at the. They cut to the next shot, and he's dropping off Jughead and Betty. So it's Mm -hmm. weird. Yeah, we're at homecoming, and that's the next shot. FP's dropping him off, and Betty sees her mom there. They kind of share a glance. Betty kind of they they start getting out of the car, and Jughead says, "Hey, can I uh can I have a minute just a sec to talk with my dad?" And Jughead says he wants to come back home. You know, I I think I'm ready. I I want to I want to live with you again. And FP says, "You know what? I think it's time to get the whole family back together." You know, I've got this place out in Toledo that we can go to. And Jughead's like, what? Toledo? Toledo? <laughs> uh, that's, and, that's not Riverdale. That's not the show's name. <laughs> <laughs> and Jughead wistfully looks at this glamour shot that we're getting of Betty. And we don't really know if he's made any kind of decision. But that's that's the stakes that we're at right now. For, yep. for FP wants to leave. Mm-hmm. And Fred enters. And he is simultaneously holding Mary and Hermione's hands to his son's dance. Just like how uh, Archie did at his dance. <gasps> wow. Yep. You're yep. right. Yep. I noted that. <laughs> <laughs> but Jughead wants to talk to Betty about quote unquote something after the dance. But I don't even know why he mentions it now. He could just bring it up later. Yep. Maybe it was on his mind. He's thinking about it. I would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I would. I get it, but but she goes up and she talks to Cheryl, and Cheryl is really upset that Polly isn't there. <laughs> she says she sugar crashed <laughs> instead of was roofied. Yeah, there's a big difference there, I think, mm-hmm. personally. <laughs> but Alice confronts Mary in the bathroom. Oh, this she, is a good scene. 
Oh my god, they're both doing their makeup, and this is this is that scene that's in like every movie where it's the two girls doing their makeup in the mirror. They're they're putting lipstick on, and they just start talking shit. And Alice is so mean. She says, "Wow, didn't realize you were a polyamorous." And Mary's <laughs> like, "That's not that's not a word." <laughs> That's that that's that sharp girl attack. <laughs> you could have easily just said you are polyamorous. You don't have to yeah. say polyamorous. That's not a word. <laughs> but she tries to be like, oh, you know, I just think it's funny that, uh, you know, you came here with with Hermione and Fred considering they. Oh, you didn't know about that. Did you? <laughs> so petty. <laughs> Mary just says Fred's a good boy. He can do what he wants. Oh, Steve, you're back. And it's fast too. Like it was Mary, so fast. Mary doesn't even care. She's used to this. <laughs> she doesn't miss a beat. Alice has always been a conniving bitch. Yeah. But now we're at uh, Archie and Veronica get there, and they pull up to the dance, and they immediately start talking to Alice on the dance floor. Which you'd think that she'd be a little more slick than that. Mm-hmm. But Betty sees them talking to her, and she's about to confront them. But Principal Weatherby and the mayor stop her, and they start like talking to her and they literally are i heard you can overhear they're offering her an internship and like so proud of her work and she is tuning it all out because she's locking eyes with veronica and she did just like a deadly stare god it's so scary i felt i felt really scared <laughs> mm-hmm. betty could totally kill her she's so scary but the mayor <laughs> wanted betty to walk her up on stage to announce everything but, you know, she says, hey, can Weatherby, can you do I got something I got to do. And there's the confrontation. And they say, what were you talking to my mom about? And Archie goes, I, um, uh, I, uh, um, I was extracurriculars. <laughs> we were up, you know, pops and I don't know. Uh, hey, look over there. <laughs> they walk off. Oh, and they do the little play, huh? The little stage yeah. thing. Yes. It is. It is hilarious. It's not a good, not a good look at all. But uh, he he says, you know, okay, can we table this discussion because we have to get ready? And immediately they are on stage. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I gotta say, dude, this is a amazing scene. This is so good. <laughs> I was not expecting it, and it made me laugh. <laughs> I want to listen to this song right now. Is how yeah. excited I am. It is Archie and Veronica. And they are playing Kids in America by Kim Wilde. It's so good. Oh, it's so good. And it's actually good. <laughs> it's really good. And it's a montage. And it's like, we're the kids in America. Woo! And they like have the audience into it. It is funny that it's all like a recording and Archie strums his guitar maybe 12 times the whole time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But it's still hilarious. Yeah, it was fun. It was great. That's how. That's why you know it was a good song, because he didn't write it or play it. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> And this was, I was so confused because we cut to FP and he's sitting at his house and, and the cops roll up. Yep. They have a warrant for his arrest or yeah, to just a look, I think. The house. Yeah, yeah, they have a warrant. And we find out later that we don't, I guess we don't find out, but it's pretty clear that, you know, this, this warrant happened in the last 20 minutes, maybe, you know? Yep. That's not how warrants work. Yeah, it takes a while. <laughs> it takes a couple days. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the plot. <laughs> they have a warrant. Uh, and then we cut back to Cheryl, and she's, like, super despondent in the audience. Archie's barely playing guitar. Cheryl leaves the audience. Archie does that thing where, like, you spin the guitar around your oh. neck and then catch oh, it. Oh, yeah. And he fails completely. <laughs> <laughs> That's That's so- 
Yes, I saw that. It was the worst. <laughs> totally messes it up. So bad. You like, like hitch the microphone and try yeah. to recover. Oh my god, it's so bad. It's so funny. But Sheriff Keller finds a lockbox in FP's house. But I, and then they cut back to the, 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 the stage. And Alice is, even Alice, like throws her hands up when they go, what? Which yeah. <laughs> is cute. And uh, apparently there's a gun in the lockbox. That's not suspicious. That's responsible gun ownership. Yeah. Yeah, it's in a box. It's Maybe in a it doesn't have box. a Yeah, it's in a locked box, but the thing is that wasn't there when they looked. Oh yeah, we'll find that out. But yeah, Archie Ar- I mean, you know, we'll, we'll point that out later when they get there, but yeah, Archie and Veronica were searching the house up and down and they didn't find anything. So Very strange. What if they did find that box and they just couldn't <laughs> open it? <laughs> they just thought it was a tackle box? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I thought initially, but I was like, eh, there's two more episodes that probably, you know, <laughs> there's probably some plot happening. <laughs> yeah, now everybody's back at the dance and they're having a slow dance. And Kevin and Joaquin have a really cute moment. They're, they're just, you know, Kevin says, I don't really think, uh, this is the first time I've ever brought a, brought a boyfriend to one of these things. Joaquin says, this is the first time I've ever had a boyfriend. It's usually just hookups with closeted guys. It's cute. And Jughead walks up. And <laughs> the only thing they ever do with Kevin is they ask him where other characters are. Yep. So Kevin just says, you all need tracking devices. <laughs> so good. I was writing it right before the episode. <laughs> I was telling Bella. Oh, it's so funny, Kevin. <laughs> His one-liners always sting so good. <laughs> I love I love how far Kevin's come as a character. Yeah, I hope he has more specific episodes coming up. Or not in season one, probably, but in season two. I'm hoping you get some good episodes. But Sheriff Keller is talking to Hermione about something. And, and we don't really see what it is, but we're just assuming that she... Why, why is he talking to Hermione now that I think about it? Yeah, actually, he's telling her about what just happened with Jughead's dad, but why is he telling Hermione? Yeah, that is weird, very weird. But Betty pulls Veronica and Archie out in the hall to talk about what they did. He's like, "You helped do what? Like, what did you help my mom do?" And then Jughead walks in, and they all kind of have to tell him what happened. And Jughead is so upset, and incredibly understandably so. Yeah, he's really like. He's like about to cry. They basically tell him that that's what the dinner was for, and he is so upset. And he's like, "So that's that's the only reason your mom invited me over dinner was so you guys could search my dad's house. This is unbelievable." And to think, I was gonna pass on moving to Toledo with my family for you, Betty. Ooh, oh, it's so it hurt my heart, Bughead. Imagine knowing this last episode. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know how you did it. Imagine doing that last episode. That was, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh. And uh, all the parents come out and uh, with Kevin. Kevin and the parents come out, and they tell Jughead that FP was just arrested for the murder of Jason Blossom. And then he runs home. He leaves the school, and yeah, he ran to the trailer park, and there's police caution tape on the door, which is the... Man... <laughs> no caution tape anywhere else there's no cops still there it's just like an x on the door yeah they probably shot that shot a bunch of times trying to get that <laughs> right but uh he's tearing through the house and he's sobbing and then after a, a, a like a profile shot of him on the floor he's like really kind of freaking out he Remember? you can tell he's pissed and he leaves 
Remember that nice shot where he comes home and he's like, wow, everything's much better than it usually is. <gasps> this is no! the antithesis. <laughs> You're so right, yeah. This is the, the opposite. Yeah, the opposite. Antithesis yeah, yeah. is a smarter word. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I used it right. <laughs> no, that was, that was right. I don't okay. know. I don't know. I actually don't know. <laughs> Thesis, antithesis. Yeah, it makes sense. Maybe. Well, viewers at home, let me know. <laughs> please, please, please comment. You know what? Actually, leave a five-star review and tell us if we used the uh, antithesis. Yeah. If you made it this far, you might as well. <laughs> please. Thank God. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. We love our fans. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Betty asks Alice if, if she's the one who tipped off Sheriff Keller, and she like won't tell her. And uh, eventually she says, no, it wasn't me. I told you I was at the dance. It wasn't me. But I'm just so glad that you're done with that family. And, you know, Betty's like, what are you fucking talking about, mom? Jughead's like, I mean, I love Jughead. I, th he's like my family. He's more my family than you are lately, considering how you've been acting. And her mom tries to tell her not to go out. And she says, don't push me tonight, mom, because I will push back because she has superpowers. She's so scary. Dark Betty is the scariest character in the whole show. <laughs> DB, baby, DB. There's a murderer out there, and I'm more scared of Betty. <laughs> I am terrified of Betty. But Veronica and Hermione are talking at their house about, you know, what this might mean for them. They say that this could implicate your father, you know, which could implicate us. And Veronica just says, well, at least we'll know. You know, we'll know who we're living with. And Hermione's like, well, I mean... If we do find out that it's his fault, if he, he you know, caused the murder, I don't know if I committed, but hired somebody to do it, then we'll just cut all ties. And Veronica, the child in this situation, says, Mom, it's not going to be that easy. And you know that. <laughs> I like sad. how. Yeah, it is very sad. Very sad. Like? I like how serious she was about it. Her mind. She's like, I'm going to cut all ties with him. There's nothing else that would change my mind. Not even if he was here. Not even, you know, whatever's going to happen in the next episode. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? But Mary and Archie are at home, and she's she's talking to Archie. And she says, you know, before that all happened, and after the, the you played your song, I was going to ask you if you wanted to come to Chicago with me. And Fred, you can see him, like, listening in from the stairwell. And she doesn't think it's safe here anymore. But um, one murder has been committed in Riverdale. It's Chicago, babe. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of that too. I was like, what? What are you? Just say it's, to... bro, you just say, hey, you know what? I think it's not safe in this small town where one person's died. I, I think we should move to Detroit. Yep, that sounds good. Let's go to Detroit, mom. <laughs> it was... Oh my God. Man, but, uh... This show isn't called Chicago. It's called Riverdale. <laughs> no, Chicago's the musical. Chicago's the musical. So Cheryl is now checking on Polly to and I think she's checking to see if she's breathing with a mirror, but the actress is not breathing heavily enough to actually make a fog on the mirror. So it looks like she just holds a mirror up to her face for some reason. This is very odd. This is where I odd. thought she really was dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, they don't even like zoom in or anything. <laughs> and then Cheryl covers her with a blanket. I'm just like, man, she's been here the entire night and nobody put a blanket on her. How rude and cruel. So messed up. But Penelope is sobbing about FP killing Jason. And I think it's just playing it up for Cheryl, but we don't know. And we see the ring in Cheryl's hand. She's kind of palming it a little. So she still has the ring as every single person on the planet knew. 
<laughs> yeah, of course. And where does the last scene take place? Brian? Doesn't she go? Doesn't uh, aren't they at Pops? Mm-hmm. Betty has is at Pops checking for Jughead, and Pops says, "Nah, he hasn't been here." But you're not the only one who's actually been around looking for him. And he points over there, and apparently, Veronica and Archie have paused their search to go have a milkshake at Pops. <laughs> hanging out and eating and they're like oh shoot betty's here let's yeah. go back in action <laughs> and they talk to talk to betty and betty's like i'm not talking to you ever again this is ridiculous how could i trust you and they say no 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 betty we just searched that entire house up and down and there was no lockbox there we checked that cat we checked the closet there wasn't a lockbox he's being framed somebody's framing fp for murder Ooh. And that's the end of the episode. And we actually pan out on this really creepy shot that I, I'm, you know, I think I might make it the episode art of, of pops. Like it's like a symmetrical shot of, of the outside of pops. Yep. And, uh, real good. and that's where we're at. We don't even know where Jughead is. Yep. Jughead's homeless again. <laughs> I don't Jughead know. is homeless again. Archie moves to Chicago and, and Jughead's just Fred's new kid. That'd be nice. What a great storyline, actually. <laughs> Please, that's two best characters, same house. No. That's actually so true. <laughs> Hi, Brian's dog. Oh, you can hear Lucy. <laughs> just Lucy. once, just once. I was thinking, I was thinking if you could hear it, and I was like, well, just one time. I wanted to acknowledge it so the audience knows that I know. Friend. So that's the end of the episode, Brian. What is your theory on how this murder could possibly connect? Hiram Lodge, FP, Hal, and the Blossoms. All right. Listen to this. All right. Okay. <clears throat> Clifford. All right. Okay. Clifford. Clifford. Clifford Blossom. They both hate each other's guts, right? Clifford and Hal hate each other's guts. But there's a kid with both their both their blood in it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't like this. <laughs> okay. So they're plotting and scheming. All right. I don't know if Alice is involved still. She could still totally be involved as well. Either but way. Those, the dads are the most suspicious, right? Right. All right. Now, how Hiram fits into this, I have no idea. <laughs> but I feel like he hired the serpents to do something for those two, the other two, right? Okay. And FP knows about this, but he didn't participate, which is why I think why he, he knows. I think he. He's going to use it to frame someone when he gets caught. That's true. He did mention to Joaquin that this is our insurance plan. Yeah. So, like, he'll use it like, I don't know. They were at the Cooper's. Oh, actually, no, they weren't. They were near the Cooper's house. I think they're going to, like, plant it somewhere and then be like, no, but look, he's got the jacket. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think <laughs> because I think he go. does actually know who the killer is, but he doesn't want to say for some reason. And I guess okay. we'll find that out. Yeah, Who else is involved? I, I think that's it. Those four dudes are involved that like that. That's what I think. Okay. All right. I uh I like that theory. Yep. I have no idea. I am not even trying to put it together. <laughs> it is pretty think, nonsensical. I don't think the show wants me to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I think so too, huh? But Hal's definitely involved because he had those little papers. Hiram's definitely involved because he's not even in the show and he's putting all this pressure on everyone. Do you still think that they're going to wrap the murder up in two episodes? Yep, I think so. And it's really? going to be not awesome, and it's going to be awful. <laughs> All right. Well, folks, we are two episodes out from the season finale of Riverdale season one. I can't wait. Oh, I'm excited. I really can't wait. 
Oh, I've been waiting for episode 12 for so long. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, episode 12 and then 13 is the final one. So, yeah, we'll see you guys then. We'll see y'all then. Y'all have a wonderful evening. I I don't even Ugh, this episode was crazy. Good episode. You know what? Actually, I'm going to I'm going to have us go out on their cover of uh of, of <sighs> Kim Wilde's such a good idea uh, kids in america it's so good folks <laughs> enjoy this cover bye bye-bye looking out a dirty old window down below the cars in this city go rushing by i sit here alone and i wonder why